Nicholas glanced at his watch, 5.16 a.m., an ungodly hour in winter, barely light enough to see. At least it wasn't raining, but clouds were fat and black overhead, all they needed to make this a real party. Esposito continued shooting, then stopped mid-blast and shouted, You stupid coppers, back off or she's dead! You hear me? I'll let her go as soon as I'm clear! There was return gunfire, and Esposito screamed. Shoot at me again, and I swear I'll kill her! Back off! Back off! Nicholas shouted. We'll back off! Don't hurt the woman! Esposito's answer was a bullet that flew a couple of feet over Nicholas's head. Enough, Nicholas said. Let's get him. You want him alive? We'll see, Nicholas said. We need a better angle. Follow me. The duck walked across the street, then flattened faces to the ground, just before a fusillade of bullets kicked up gravel two feet away from their earlier position. Gareth cursed. At least the guy's a lousy shot. Silence again, except for their fast breaths. Nicholas didn't think Esposito had seen them move. Keep still and stay down, he whispered. They were only twenty yards downwind now, sheltered by the construction in front of the station's façade. A good spot, though if Esposito moved, turned, he might very well see them, and they'd be dead. Almost as if he knew what they were doing, Esposito grabbed the woman, held her in front of him as a shield, and dragged her fifteen feet before pulling her down behind a big metal construction bin. Now Esposito was facing away from them, a good thirty feet from their position. He was squatted down behind the bin, leaning around the side to check for threats, ready to fire. And Nicholas thought, this is surely a gift from the Almighty. He was staring at the bottom of the construction bin. Its base was at least three inches off the ground. He smiled as he smoothly rolled onto his belly and pulled his Glock 17 from his shoulder holster. He aimed at those three precious inches on the underside of the bin, sighting carefully. The guy had big feet in shiny white Nikes, a bull's-eye target if there ever was one. Nicholas squeezed the trigger. The man yelped and hopped away from the bin, stumbled, and went down hard on the pavement. Take him now! Nicholas yelled into his shoulder radio. He jumped to his feet as he spoke. And do mind his weapon, people! His team rushed to surround Esposito, who'd fallen five feet from his hiding place behind the bin. He saw them running at him and slammed his weapon to the ground, threw his arms up in surrender, and the standoff was over. And no one was dead, or even badly hurt. A metallic horn rang out, signaling the engagement was over. Gareth clapped his boss on the shoulder. Nice one, he said, then called out, Hey, team! To me! A smattering of applause made Nicholas turn. But before he could holster his Glock, a voice boomed over the loudspeaker. Detective Chief Inspector Drummond, you have broken the rules of engagement and are hereby disqualified. Report to me immediately. Gareth shook his head. Pindley does not sound happy, Nicholas. And all you've done is show some above-average imagination.
Esposito limped over, his face twisted, so mad Nicholas wondered if he would throw a punch. But he simply squared off. His thick finger stabbed the air for emphasis. You shot me in the bloody foot, you bloody sod! Nicholas couldn't help it. He grinned. You were so scrunched together I could have gotten you in the arse. But those big Nikes of yours were waving flags at me. Yeah, have a big laugh. I'm serious, Drummond. I'm going to limp for a week. You weren't supposed to shoot me. You were supposed to capture me unharmed. Those were the rules. But no, you had to show off. Those rubber bullets hurt. Nicholas rolled his eyes. A woman's life was in the balance. I had to act, not negotiate. You shouldn't have made yourself such a target. Next time, pick a bin that hugs the tarmac. Gareth laughed, and Esposito turned on him, gave both men a fist shake and limped off. Look at over.